thank you very much, David, for those very um, thoughtful comments. I think coming back to my statement that the context for policy research and, and policy change is becoming more complicated, it's also good to be reminded that the capacity to address that is also growing. And so the question of how we put these things together is really what we're trying to understand better. So for our next speaker, we will turn to Simeon Ehui, um, who is the director. I always have to check, you know, the, the positions change so quickly. Um, but he, he's the director of agricultural global practice at the World Bank. Simeon, thank you very much for joining us. Good afternoon. And uh, I also want to thank, uh, first of all, MCI to the staff of IFRI and also to the board for being here. And it's always a pleasure to see also Peter uh, around. I enjoyed working uh, with him when he was at IFRI and when I was at CGIA. I mean, I'm in, I've been in the World Bank for the past 15 years, but it's as if I've never left the CGIA <laughs> because of the continued con connection. And uh, let me mention one thing also. Um, Karen is also an alumni of the World Bank. It was not, it was all mentioned. And she was my manager for several years before, you know, uh, coming to IFRI. Um, let me say that uh, uh, I'm really excited to be here because it's an important topic uh, that, uh, you know, I care about uh, at the World Bank. Um, when I was in CJR, um, where I spent uh, 15 years, uh, first with IITA and then with the ILRI, and then with ILRI we built strong partnership with IFPRI. Uh, you know, within CGIA, when I was at ILRI, I was also head of the policy, you know, an, uh, analysis program there. So I developed partnership with IFPRI for many years. One of my biggest frustrations when I was in CGIA was not being able to, to have big impact with the policymakers. I was quite, uh, we're doing a lot of analysis, result, and then we're building partnership, but I was feeling not quite associated with uh, the impact of the work we're doing. When I came to the World Bank, I was hoping that, uh, you know, my, <laughs> the impact of my work would even be bigger. I'm even <laughs> more frustrated sometimes because, you know, there's not sufficient infusion, okay, of knowledge you know, into what we are doing. And we do a lot of that, but in terms of the kind of knowledge that the, the policymakers are looking for that can make, you know, a difference. Uh, this is why I think uh, I, I, I really care about this particular uh, conversation and seminar, and it's something that we need to continue uh, uh, doing. And I will come to that one, the end of my statement, to talk about, you know, m my experience and how I think we can, we can do. A few points to make. First of all, I think the situation is changing a lot, okay, uh, in um, uh, developing countries, especially in Africa, because it, uh, unlike South Asia or Asia where, you know, we had uh, this particular goal of uh, making enough grain available for the, for the consumers and having the green revolution and clear targeted policies, you know, focused on subsidies, I mean, subsidies, the price and credit, and then technologies, the situation is no longer the same today because of many factors that are, that are, that are uh, you know, emerging. We have conflict situation, we have fragility, we have climate change, we need to feed growing cities, you know, there's the issue of jobs for the youth. And all these are uh, challenges that we need to deal with at once every time we, 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 we deal with the policy makers. 
And the question for us and for IFPRI, for the World Bank, is what are, what is, what are the kind of policies that we can actually work with the policymakers to have a change, a dent on these issues? So, so, so the situation is not the same as it is today as it was in the 70s. That's one fact that I think we need to keep in mind. Now, um, number two point that I want to make is that we have a lot of the transformation of the, the food systems shaped by the demand, shaped by value chain linkages, and technological change, which is moving very fast. For example, we talk about today about um, uh, the mobile connectivity, and that is changing the landscape about how we do work in our countries. And the question for us is, you know, what kind of policy environment that we need to be able to support, you know, the government and policymakers to make a change and create the jobs. For example, I mean, we know the case of, uh, in case for those who know Kenya, Kenya has been a, a leader in mobile, you know, technology, mobile money, this famous M-Pesa, for example, which is a well-established uh, you know, platform that offers retail financial services, you know, to, to farmers. They have access to uh, input suppliers, agronomists, you know, and, 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 and in the market. And, and the question is, do they were able to really make a change in that landscape because of simple changes in the regulatory, you know, environment in Kenya to enable that to penetrate and make a change in, in it. So the question, you know, for us is really what kind of support we can provide to those kind of countries and similar type of Kenya, you know, in Africa, for example, that can make a change because it is a revolution that's taking place currently and we need to move that revolution. We can't stop it. So how can we make it better? And that's the kind of question that we need to be able to collectively try to, to, uh, to answer. Now, coming to um, the question, I try to, kind of, I try to adhere to your, your, your TORs. So, you know, that's <laughs> so you ask uh, what are the key strengths of the policy you know, program and how we can continue to, to see uh, in the future. I think the examples given by uh, uh, Peter and Frank are, uh, are quite good because the, the, the example of the Ethiopian one is a very uh, good one. I was actually in Ethiopia when that program was uh, particularly established, and I knew that if we had a particular connection with uh, Mr. Gebre Newad, who used to be the advisor to the prime minister, now retired, but then if we work with the EDRI consistently, to be able to really make the post changes. And that led to the creation of the famous agricultural transformation agency in Ethiopia. And that is making a change. And today, we're using that as an example of how policy changes have influenced and created an, an institution that's making a difference. And we're citing that case of Ethiopia as a very good example for other countries. And, and, and then a typical case would be different in terms of the way the political system is organized, but at least it's a model of, of, a, of a policy change, a social change that's having an impact on the ground. And I think this is a very good model. Peter mentioned the example of India, you know, with the, uh, the Pulse's case, and thanks to IFRI's analysis, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, re the response, the policy response, we were able to avert uh, widespread, you know, demonstration and get uh, the, 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 the policy reform you know, go through. Another example is the Malawi case on the, uh, the subsidy work that IFPRI has done. A lot of us have read them, a lot of the reports. And um, 
and 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 I, I want I'll come to that specifically, but but uh, when I go down about what uh, the partnership can provide within the World Bank and 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 uh, and, and IFPRI, um, because of the kind of work that uh, uh, IFPRI has done, the World Bank was in a position to provide a hundred millions development policy loan to Malawi recently, a few months ago. But then, for political electoral reasons, the policymakers decided to put a ban on the exports of maize in Malawi that was going to impact on the producers because they wanted to really, you know, we use this analysis that IFPRI, you know, did, and bear with me, despite the fact that the country director for Malawi in charge wanted to move forward with that one, we were able to stop that loan and have further dialogue with them, and then they were able to reverse that policy in order to get access to the 100 million. That's the kind of impact that I think we need to be able to have. So it was informed by the analysis done that's having a big impact on policy decisions. These are the kind of things that we need to be able to, to do. Um, the other question that, um, and, and, and in that context, I want to mention, for example, if we have done a lot of work on subsidies, but I think a lot of work needs to continue. Today, globally, we're talking about 600 billion you know, in agriculture subsidies. And we talk about climate smart agriculture. How can we efficiently use the subsidies, the money that's been spent, to really shift the emphasis to more, you know, type of climate smart type of investment that can have more longer term impact? If we have done some work on this kind of thing in India, you know, in the past, in terms of analysis of the subsidies in some select countries, but I think more of that is needed. How can we shift the emphasis from fertilizers, I mean, from subsidies to more climate smart type of investment? These are the kind of things I think we need to work on. And, and then the other point that I really want to, to mention, I mentioned earlier, I think if we, it will be good if, if we can move in the space of the digitally enabled in agriculture and, and try to really look at, the, uh, take the, I mean, be present in the policy space for improving the regulatory environment, the policy environment to, to make the adoption of those technologies you know, faster, but actually to, to, to provide more information about how it's actually impacting, okay, on the small order farmers, the people that are out there that are, you know, helpless and seeing those technologies coming, okay? So <clears throat> how can we make it that they can take advantage of the change that's happening? This analysis, I think, is needed and for policymakers. Um, I, I want to uh, mention uh, 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 specifically uh, and, and then David mentioned it, but at the World Bank, we have been seriously thinking about that. Uh, I, I, I said that I was, I was I'm frustrated because, you know, here we go, we work a lot with countries, we provide loan, investment, you know, and then we don't have uh, enough information to be able to, I mean, we, we do less in building capacities to live, you know, uh, if you want, uh, with the ministers of agriculture or similar type of, of uh, of uh, policymakers enough capacity to do analysis and reflect on some of the key questions that they're, they're having. This is why at the World Bank, uh, uh, together with the Gate Foundation and also Agra, we've got some a small uh, trust fund to start to thinking about it. We had a, a seminar not long ago, uh, this month, yes, we're still in May, to be able to, uh, to, to reflect on that and see how we can work uh, together to make, uh, 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 to build the capacity policy for, for, for countries. And I think uh, the presence of IFPRI there um, is quite uh, needed. 
One particular area that I think is is critically important and where I would want to see more of the CJA IFPRI is what I mentioned earlier on this DPOs, it's a World Bank Technology for Development Policy Operations or Development Policy Loans. And more and more, uh, our macroeconomists are not just looking at the big macro fiscal questions, they are also looking at sectoral questions. I can tell you that often we are at disadvantage of providing the kind of critical policy reforms that are needed to make a change. And if we get enough information or knowledge from research, research evidence-based analysis on the kind of change that needs to be done, we can build you know, these reforms into the development policy loan and make a change, a big impact on the country. How to do that is a big challenge. And I know with Karen, we have talked about how can we do that. We, we, it's it, because of the different model, the way we are working, but we want to, we need to, ref, we need to continue this conversation. How can we make that sure that we can actually bring institutions like IFPRI on board in our dialogue continuously, and then so that they can actually help us to define critical, high-level, essential policy questions that can make a difference on the ground. That's what the policymakers are looking for. It's not just uh, the, the research that improves the result, but how can you change you know, the situation on the ground? Because believe me, the policymakers, are, they want to also save money. They want to face, face, save resources. And the Minister of Finance is interested to see how the resources can be used effectively. They are not, they are not just against agriculture. They are just a, they don't have sufficient information about how they can use the, the money. Anyway, I've passed my time, but I'm, I'm excited about uh, this, uh, and I can continue on and on, but I, I, I look forward to, to working with IFRI to see how we can do that. And, and Karen changed that as of July 1. I, I have a new title <laughs> for the World Bank. Keep changing. So I'll be the region director for Africa for agriculture, environment, social, water, and urban, so we can work together. <laughs> <laughs>